0: In working on our episode about the impact garden clubs have on our communities, I had the opportunity to preview one of the gardens that will be on this year's Chapel Hill Garden Club tour. Now, my garden is not tour-ready, and likely will never be, so the mere idea makes my head spin. Previewing this garden taught me that every gardener sees the strengths and the weaknesses in our creation. We have to work with what Mother Nature hands us, and maybe uh, we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves when we're assessing our handiwork. I'm Lace Jenkins, and this is The Triangle Gardener Show. We're your guide to enjoyable gardening in North Carolina. Support from Garden Destinations made this story possible. Garden Destinations is a digital magazine showcasing the world's finest public gardens. Now, whether you're planning a trip or just doing some armchair traveling, Garden Destinations is a great stop on your journey. You can find them at Gardendestinations.com. I'm Jan
1: Dean. You're here in my garden that um, I have been tending since 2009, and it is going to be one of the gardens featured on this year's Chapel Hill Spring Garden Tour in April of this year. So Jan, how nervous are you about your garden coming up on the tour? Well, to be very honest with you, I wasn't that nervous until this past year. last week when we had the unprecedented cold snap. And um, to have two mornings to wake up to below zero temperatures um, sort of has put me in a little bit of a panic because, let's face it, many of our plantings in this area tolerate perhaps 15 degrees, maybe, you know, uh, a single digit here or there, but sustained below freezing temperatures like that um, it's pretty frightening, but you know. Beyond that, I ju- you know, I know it's a lot of work because not only have I, I, I've been a member of this garden club for 20 years, and so during the course of that time, I have worked on, I have chaired, I've r- I worked on a lot of different committees. So I know what's involved in the tour, and I also know what is involved for a garden host so i've gone into it with my eyes wide open but it's also thrilling and it's an honor and exciting and all those wonderful things
0: well even though we're a little ahead of the season for for gardens um why don't you show me what you're most proud of in your garden
1: Sure. Let's have a look here. We're we're pr- approaching it from the uh, driveway side right now, and um, this is probably a little bit different than maybe um, a typical uh city garden in that um it's like that phrase you you dance with what brings ya and my garden brought me um primarily a lot of shade and um a wooded area where um the builders fortunately left a lot of the existing trees and some of them are ex- fun trees and nice trees and some of them are the uh, dreaded um Sweet gums that currently be careful because you may slip on a sweet gum ball here. Uh, but they are na- a lot of these things are, are native, you know, to the area, and so you respect them regardless of whether they're
0: um, ones that you might pick out yourself or not. So, I'm going to ask you a question. It's a little bit like picking out your favorite child. Who do you like best in your garden? What's your favorite? What are your favorite plantings? <sighs> I have to tell you, one that
1: it's showing off right now, if that's the phrase we want to use, but it's my edgworthias. And I'm crazy. I'm crazy about them. And I never grew them before this garden. And it was sort of just by chance that I put my first one in. And that led to, you're looking at my largest one right now. Um, But I have one in in, in a container, and then I have a newer variety over there that's just a little baby, and I have one in the back, and I get more comments about my Edgeworthia primarily because... This time of the year, they are looking pretty spectacular. They've lost their autumn. In the autumn, they lose their leaves, and now they've gone into this really cool, sort of whitish-looking. They look like little um, white uh, cotton balls all over these empty um, limbs, and they will morph into a beautiful bloom and a beautiful scent in, in a little bit of time. And <clears throat> for winter interest i just don't think that there's anything that um could could rival it at least that's easy enough to grow and that the deer don't
0: eat uh, so let me ask you the flip side of my question mm-hmm. what's the part of the garden that just makes you crazy i have spots in my garden that just makes me nuts And maybe oh. we shouldn't talk about it in front of them but no. what what what, what Tries you a little crazy about your garden.
1: Well, there, there's an area. It's a slopy area, uh, as you can see up at the top here. We can we can walk over this way, uh, and it's an area that truly sh- shouldn't really have grass. Because, you know, in the summertime, it looks great right now and it it will look good for a while. But once the shade takes over and the leaves come out on all these trees, it doesn't get enough sun. And then the roots from these huge trees just take all of the moisture out of this soil, even if it's being irrigated. To try to solve the problem last year, we added a connector bed. So this used to be separate beds. And we took some of the grass away by adding all this. And I'm really happy with that. I don't know if eventually I'll I'll do something that will just take more of it away. So this is a little bit of a problem area, I would say, just because it it doesn't look good during, you know, like in high summer. I mentioned that you are the garden lady among your neighbors. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, and that's another thing that I get a lot of pleasure because we are a corner lot. We did add a privacy border a few years back, and that has definitely helped. Uh, So you don't feel as though, you know, you're in a fishbowl kind of a setting, but there are areas where people who are walking by, you know, and and I've just had people, can we have, can we have our, our, our Dardo's prom picture in your garden? And, um, you know, people that I don't, I mean, I've just met so many people because I'm out working in it all the time and they'll stop and chat with me. And so it's, yeah, it's definitely been something that has been fun to know that you're sharing with people and then people that, you know, will say, Oh, I walk by all the time. There's always something blooming. It makes me happy, you know, that kind of
0: thing. So, yeah, I enjoy that. There's a lot to enjoy in Jan's garden, and she showed me some surprises she's working on. Now, I'm looking forward to coming back during the tour to see how it's all played out. We've put links to information about the tour on our website, trianglegardener.com. There you'll find other episodes of our podcast, and you can also find it on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Lise Jenkins. And this is the Triangle Gardener Show. We're your guide to enjoyable gardening in North Carolina. Thanks for listening.